Hey everyone, uh, it's Mark here from the Agora Dispatch and this is the Agora Pod. Uh, it's split into two parts. First we're going to catch up with Dropkick Darren and he's going to uh, chat with us about the news and then we've got a special interview with Asfi um, and he's just going to tell us what he's interested about in Ohm and why he loves it so much. That's the whole podcast. So uh, we'll get right into it. Hey everyone, uh, this is the uh, first episode of the uh, Agora podcast and I'm your host, uh, Mark Eleven, and I've got uh, Dropkick Darren here with me today. Um, and we're going <laughs> to... Hey. Uh, so we're going to take you through the news of the week and then we've got some guests uh, dropping in. Uh, Asfi, one of the big brains uh, from Olympus. But first, we'll start with the news. What's making news this week, Dropkick Darren? Well, we can't start the news unless we talk about the fact that we've been doing this for a month now, which is crazy. And this is our fifth editorial, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Fifth Agora uh, Dispatch was released yesterday. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so one month old today. That's it's quite a milestone. I know. We're definitely making leaps and bounds the, the, just just from the, the humble message in the Discord. Does anyone want to start a... A newsletter and, and look at where it is now. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I love it. And more on a recent, on kind of recent news, we, we've also had um, a lot of uh, talk among a deposit into a deposit into Convex, um, and that was spearheaded by yourself. Do you want to do want to speak on that a little bit? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to like influence people. Either way, like I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, we could, but you know, also if people are uncomfortable with it, they don't have to. There's like a bit of extra risk there um, by putting it into convex, which is kind of like sits sits on top of curve, like um, which is a stablecoin trading uh, AMM, and then they kind of aggregate the curve rewards and like distribute them to us, so. Uh, there's, it's got like quite a good, um, feedback from people, lots of questions, like I really appreciate what the partnerships guys do. Um, there's like, just like, just like answer. And, and then you realize like, you don't know like shit about what you're talking about. You have to go and like find stuff. You definitely mm. get brought, um, it's definitely grounding being like, oh, I've got this idea. Um, mm. And then you bring it to everyone. I was like, actually, no, that's not how things work. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely the quickest way to learn is by you know taking the lead on things, being like, okay, this is awesome. Bringing it to everyone and be like, actually, there's flaws here, 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 here. Like, oh, okay, well, I will take that into consideration and I will do better next time. Yeah, um, I mean, if anyone's thinking about like they've got an idea or whatever, like I just like rocked up to the partnerships team and was like, why don't we do this? And they were like, sure, go ahead, take take the lead to, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It takes up a, a chunk of your time though. I, I mean, you need to be prepared for that, I think. For sure. But it, I think, I think what it does show is, is that it, this really is, um, you know, an open platform for people to, to bring their ideas and for us to validate them. So I, I think on that, it, it's, it's like such a good, um, kind of temp check for, for what can happen if people show initiative. So yeah, it, definitely. It definitely hats off to um, to people who who in the future are going to do that, and we definitely encourage people to to come forward with ideas that that will end up benefiting the the protocol in general. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so there was this um, fuse pull um, kind of temperature check. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about, about that one? Yeah, so the, the fuse pull, um, there's already a party going on. Yeah, it's it's clear. It's the Olympus pool party. There's, there's so much going on in the pool party, but but everyone, you know, they want lower borrowing rates. So so what can we do about that? It, in in a way, adding all all these extra um, stable coins is a way to kind of evaluate their utility. So that's kind of the main um, one of the main points uh, behind this the, these so, new additions so, to the fuse pool. Sorry, sorry, DKD. If um, the um, Fusepool is the borrowing and lending um, platform on Rari. So Rari Capital, they have, um, you can deposit your state home, still be earning your um, interest, and then you can go and deposit, like, and then go and borrow some stable coins. Yeah, I saw the the rates at the moment are like 23% on like USDC, which is yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, on, on, on average, they're in the 20s or, or high teens. So, so ideally, it would, the, the OMIs would, would like things to be in the, the single digits. Um, so the, the idea of, you know, the reason why the rates may come down is because um, the way that the Rari uh, Capital Fuse Pool works is that the higher um, utilization on a certain asset means um, that uh, the the borrow rates for that asset will be higher. So the idea of adding more assets means the utilization rate for all the assets will kind of naturally come down, and across the board because there's more stables to borrow. Um, the rates will kind of find a equilibrium at a lower rate, hopefully. And it also, like I said earlier, it just it gives us a a um, kind of a metric to to gauge the utility of different um, stablecoins. And some of those stablecoins yeah. include LUSD, um, Fay, uh, Float, uh, Rye. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong if I'm missing any, um, LUSD. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I think someone mentioned maybe synthetics as well. Yeah, yeah that was SNX, uh, not the SNX, the SUSD. Um, but that's like a really high APY for whoever's putting their stable coins up to be borrowed. Like, what is it like? I don't think they get the twenty three percent. I think there's like a, a range between what you depositors get and what borrowers pay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it was like sixteen percent. When I check, which is like crazy, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, rates rates on um, stables are kind of uh, fluctuating between the the high single digits and, and kind of mid to, to high teens, um, and then sometimes if if there's a, a lack of um, stables and there's a high demand for say Dai or USDC, sometimes that, that I've seen that rate sh- shoot up to a hundred percent at one point, um, <laughs> which is crazy. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's I saw um, yeah. Frax also were talking about um, like depositing uh, like through an AMO mm. to, to like just supply a lot of liquidity because they're like, <laughs> why do we get that borrowing API? Yeah. So maybe that'll um, be interesting as well. Yeah, that that will be super interesting. Um, and just to to oh, and also just a quick note with the um, fuse pool is that when you deposit your SOM into the fuse pool. Um, you're not earning any extra yield. It's just wrapped SOM. So you're just earning the um, APY that you would already earn 
Um, so, the- so there a balance is going. So you're if you've got your S ohm in there, your balance is yeah. still going up. Like you're still getting your ohm rewards. Yeah, yeah. So and then your yeah. ohm is still rebasing. Um, in and, the and no one can fusion. borrow like your ohm. No, ohm is yeah. currently you can't borrow ohm. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. But, but yeah, that's where things are at right now. All right. Um, and then Glue said there's like some um, community call. Do you know anything about that? Like, um, yeah. So that's just kind of being finalised right now. But there's a plan to to have a community call uh, next uh, Thursday at. Um, time still being fleshed out, but I think Thursday night at some point. Um, oh, okay. We're gonna, cool. And we're going to have um, a UTC time uh, for reference, and we're going to have a lot of the uh, teams from uh, the assets that we're um, proposing in the pool. So teams from some of the teams from um, Faye and, and Rari, etc., um, and some of the other um, uh, AlUSD team, etc. Um, oh, so okay, that, cool. that'll be good to yeah. just get get a bit of a conversation going because we haven't really had a community call in a while, have we? Yeah, no, I think, and somebody was saying we should have like an office hours as well. I think mm. I think this will be cool for like people who are just because it's really difficult to understand like the fuse pools and like mm. well, what what are we are we risking ohm when we put on these new assets or what's happening because if they're just on the borrow side, like. Um, if you just sort of borrow something like Faye, which is like, you know, might dump or whatever, and then you just get the Faye and then you trade it for like Ohm or some other stable coin or whatever, like $1, and then Faye goes to zero. I mean, that's kind of like, that would be great for you because you'd you you'd just buy like super cheap Faye and pay back yeah. your debt. Yeah, that, that's exactly. Yeah, that was, I think that was mentioned by one of the... Um, someone from the team at Rari, they, they, there was one of the Omis had a concern with some of these uh, um, stables maybe going to zero, which, which you know, every, each to their own. But, yeah, um, it was pointed out that that would actually be good <laughs> for people. Mm. Um, so just – but that wouldn't work. So I suppose it might be a problem for people who are, like, providing liquidity on the other side because it's fine if you can't borrow – the own because no one can kind of get at your own then. Mm. But like if you're supplying like USDC and then someone borrows your USDC and then Faye. Oh, anyway, too complicated. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll try and, we'll try and keep it. We'll try and keep it as smooth as we can for now, but yeah. we, we can definitely yeah, yeah. go into this. Um, if, if people um, want us to go into how the, the fuse pool works in more, in more depth. Um, but what 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 are we doing right now, Mark? I'm pretty sure we're doing a podcast. Oh, yes. We're doing a podcast, Pod, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big news. That is big um, news. Well, people can, you know, see if they like it. And then um, the sex listing, uh, centralized exchange listing, people are pretty against that. Like, I, <laughs> I was actually really surprised because I was like, nah, there'll be heaps of people who are like, yeah, pump, pump it. Pump it, you know. <laughs> let's let's get. But yeah, everyone was the, like, "No, moon, not interested." Yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting seeing um, everyone's take on it. Um, I think I, it's a sign of like a really kind of engaged and educated community that they're mm-hmm. just like, "Yeah, we're not really interested in that. We don't want to like give up our like culture and mm-hmm. you know 
give up kind of some control to these centralized exchanges. Yeah, well, ultimately, mm. it, it's you're giving up the value that ends up accruing to you. So as a as a as an OMI as a user, you, you don't want the decentralized exchanges taking you know a, a chunk of that value that otherwise would accrue to you. So I can understand the, the trading fees is that because oh, we I, own. I, I, yeah. Yeah, but when say for example we you know, were to list on a centralized exchange then then you're essentially in most cases you would seed by maybe providing a uncollateralized loan of ohm to the centralized exchange with oh, maybe so some sort have of liquidity to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily fund them from existing the uncollateralized loan would be how they get the... Yeah, um, it's uh, it's one way to go about it. I, I, I think there's a lot of ways we can, um, you know, when the time is right to, to perhaps list on a uh, on a centralized exchange. But I, I think that the entire, uh, what would be attractive in a, a centralized exchange listing is, is for an exchange to provide the um, kind of like the API for, for people to stake um, and actually use Olympus rather than, and just you know trade it on based on pure um, price speculation. Kind of um, like yeah. a non-custodial mm. wallet, like Coinbase wallet, or yeah, I think uh, I think some of the uh, exchange wallets, and then also was there correct me if I'm wrong, but was there some talk of, of perhaps some wallet uh, integrations as well, maybe that. Oh yeah, yeah, Dharma Rainbow. Yeah, there's also yeah. some talk. Um, related to whether we can and they're and they're non-custodial those ones um, are yeah. wallets yeah yeah so that would just be you control your SOM and the voting and the staking whatever yeah yeah just making you know SOM more composable throughout the ecosystem I think would be the the first step and then maybe branching out to a centralized exchange um, when the time is right but yeah I think a billion dollars. I feel like that's a time when we start talking about it again. <laughs> well, I mean, opinion. I mean, what were like the all-time high was like six hundred, six hundred thousand. I mean, six hundred million, wasn't it? No, I don't know. Mean. I'm actually not quite sure. Let me see. I got it here. That's like five something. Even. Was it really? Wow. I think. No, I four, it- four, four, four. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Really, really got up there. Um, uh, no, it's well, it's there now. It's like I know four, it's, it's jumped back up, all right? Um, four twenty at the moment. Ah, four twenty. Wow, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, so then this Ave deposit, we've been talking about that for a while. Mm-hmm. It finally went live yep. this week. Yeah. All right. Cool. And what's this new assets from Zeus? I don't. I don't. I mean, that was kind of very like. Mm. Zeus just kind of putting this out there very like I don't think uh it's very uh <laughs> clear like what what's he what's he what's he saying I think he's just like getting people ready cuz they're going to have sort of um a proposal to like add something that's not a stable coin I reckon it might be F I don't have any sort of yeah it's inside uh, knowledge or what, anything what would I um yeah, you know, I don't. If I saw a mushroom writing things, I wouldn't know what to think either. Um, it must be so weird. People are like, oh yeah, this is the this is the head of this, you know, four hundred million dollar protocol. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely think a few people were just scratching their heads, very confused as to what's going on. It's the speed. Everything moves too quickly for people to to just grasp what's going on. Um, yeah, you kind of got to be right in it. Um, um, yeah. I think this is cool, though, because, like, it is uh, what he's saying here is, well, look at all this frax, you know, we have and we're not going to dump it or move it. It's just sitting there. It's just liquidity. Um, and then, like, what happens when you um, do that for another asset? Like, if we get ETH, ETH, we're not, like, going to move it anywhere. So it'll just kind of be sitting with us the whole time. But then, like, even, like, some, you know, low market cap coin, you know, if we decide to, to like, get some float or whatever, that'd, like, be a big, big coup for them. Like, what for are sure. they on? They're, like, pretty low. Uh, but they're, they're quite cool. I like what they're doing over there. Yeah, they've got, like, a $5 million market cap. So. Yeah, um, I, I think it's also interesting because, um, you know, whatever this new asset may be, um, you know, we, we are... Built- well, it might be more than one, right? Like, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we are built on top of Ethereum. So, mm. you know, it's it could be the next logical step, but well, I guess we'll have to wait to see. I, I think there's a lot of utility in the in the asset um, and it, mm. it could provide some potential interesting um, yeah. dynamics within the treasury. But we'll see. And this will have to be there. like subject of a vote of a course and everything. Of so course, still, of course, still lots of consultation to go on. Before yeah, anything happens, yeah, plenty, yeah. plenty of discussion, plenty of procedures to, to go yeah. through before anything like that becomes reality. Yeah, and then we had this merchandise uh, drop. They had like some sushi swag, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I hadn't actually checked out the merchandise shop, um, but it's <laughs> it's pretty cool. I think I might get one of the three three hats. Mm. I really, I really like the um, the hoodie. So, given given where I am right now, it's pretty chilly. So, I wouldn't <laughs> mind a uh, a hoodie. Might be, might have to add that to the basket. But yeah, what we, about the hats are like twenty six bucks. That's all right. I can yeah. do that. And I'm pretty sure we we are doing uh, worldwide shipping. But the the shop itself has just gotten a bit of a revamp. Um, previously, it was uh, um, run by Roulette, one of the Omis. Um, but I think it's been um, taken under. Jaws's wing, and then now we're we're starting to get a bit more of a cohesive DAO run project going. So I think I'm really excited for the the, the shop to develop and and kind of um you know work within the kind of um kind of fashion slash um, art sector within crypto. I think there's a lot of interesting things to be built on that on that front. So I think the I think we've got a lot of power in that regard. So. Yeah, I think, like, the more I think about it, the more, like, this type of culture stuff is really, I think, the moat Mm. that we have Um, because it's just so, like, can you imagine, like, some some protocols, like, trying to sell some of their merchandise? It'd be like, I mean, as much as I love fracks, like, Mm. I think this is, like, one area where they 
like need to develop more like because no one would really want to buy a frax hat like (laughs) but but like i i like frax but like they 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 can do some work here i think but yeah i mean it's just like it's just so much cooler like you want to own this stuff so yeah because because the community has you know created the the hype just the community itself is hyped. So, you know, anything that the community can directly interact with is, is also going to be hyped. So it, it just makes sense for the shop to be a place for, for people that they um, naturally want, will, will gravitate towards. And mm-hmm. on the Frax front, that, that could be on us. That could be on us to oh, yeah? head something, you know. Maybe get um, like a Frax 3-3 something. Oh, it could be. Help, could help be them a, out. It could, be on the, it could be on the cards. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Are you saying you know something? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> merch as a service. Just, I don't know. That, that'd be cool. No, helping for, helping a, for the only for people who integrate with us that'd be cool yeah for pa- um, partners only partners only. yeah 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 um so the um the there was like this hosting issue with yeah. fleek and they uh the website was a little bit difficult to access um yeah. <laughs> but but um and then they had this reminder about like i it took me like honestly i was like yeah blockchain yeah 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 and i like would be able to like say the words that explain what a blockchain is but i actually like didn't understand what it was until like a year ago and i would like yeah. i originally got in at like 2017 i kind of been around you know, the space for a while, but I was like, what? I don't, <laughs> like, how do you get at it? Um, but it's just like, uh, it's like windows running, uh, in the background. And then like the smart contracts are like programs, like on top of that. And then you can access them through your web browser is mm. the type of, um, the best metaphor that, that, uh, I, I kind of explain to people what kind of Ethereum is. Um, but 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 it's still always operating in the background. Very difficult to take down Ethereum. Like, you would need some, like, nation-state actor to, like, really want to kind of go at it. And even then, probably not going to happen. So, usually when when you can't access the website, uh, it's it's nothing to worry about. Um, because it's probably just our hosting provider or something going offline. I mean, even Amazon Web Services goes offline sometimes. So. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's a really interesting thing because although Ethereum is, um, you know, immune to those kind of attacks, it ultimately we still have that centralized kind of um, gateway that people need to go through which with being a website. Um, mm. So it'd be interesting to see whether, um, you know, there's more of a move towards uh, more of a decentralized web services, um, you know, like an Amazon alternative, because Amazon definitely has a bit of a yeah, stronghold yeah, yeah. on the market. In terms like of, Arweave or whatever. Mm, Arweave Don't or, they do um, Filecoin maybe has something like that? Yeah, see, I, these are all things we need to look into more. We, maybe we need mm. to, when we have these kind of events happen, we might need a do a little bit of research before our podcast to get oh yeah uh, offer some top, <laughs> offer some insight help, help people understand instead of just <laughs> us 
fling in our opinions. Help All right. us, help, well, help us help you. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, you can access the contracts through like Etherscan and yeah. there's a bunch of other websites that do that. So like if worse comes to worse and they you need to do something, you can just jump on the Discord, ask one of the Sherpas, like, you know, I need to get at my funds and I can't access it. And then and then they can, like, sort of talk you through what you'd need to do on Etherscan if it's urgent. I mean, it's only ever going to be a couple of hours. And I think because of this, they'll probably get, like, a backup website up and running. Because I, like, I mean, we're pretty big now. Like, we could, you know, have another yeah, website. I think we just had a lot of traffic that day as well. Right? Yeah. There was a lot of things going on and, you know, whether it was an external... Um, issue or not we there was definitely a lot of things going on so mm. i think we, the we could have attributed to that crash because there was a lot of <laughs> interaction well i was on. going there and i was just using it to look at the dashboard so like <laughs> i could have gone directly to june but so easy um the next item is uh this staking calculator created by brian who's like just He's pretty new in the Discord. He just jumped on. He was like, hey, I think, you know, this would be cool. Check out my... And it, and it is so cool. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Brian's, um, Brian's been lurking for a while and been just active in helping out the community. Um, and, and, yeah, he's, this, this staking calculator is awesome. Um, and he also uh, created a bonding um, calculator as well, which is very, very... A new addition that we can talk about next... Oh, okay. Um, newsletter, but he's 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 working hard to to better educate some of the some of the new omies and so they can better visualize and understand all the the possible outcomes for what could happen. Um, yeah, I'm like areas. so amazed. Like every time, by like you you get on there and there's like you know twenty or thirty. Someone asks a question, twenty thirty people will be like ready to like answer it, and then like the person goes away and they like actually understand it. I suppose like having your money in something makes mm. you want to understand it more. For sure. um, <laughs> but and, yeah, and pretty it, educated community we got going on. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's really nice. Like like even though you know there's some people who really do their do. Um, diligence but then there's some people who, who who really just ape and and it's and it's really important we have these uh tools so we can like quickly um provide some new people with information when they're asking for it so i, I think they they do a good job at that mm. um next up we got this thread from uh, yes. asvi speaking uh, of apes speaking <laughs> of apes we have a we have an eli5 on our on our dashboard yeah, with ape, ape dialect. Ape so dialect. I was like, put it in the newsletter. There's like, so with the newsletter, what happens is we have this like Google Doc um, and then like anyone can kind of come in and contribute. And there's like 10 people, I think, who like jump in and out throughout the week to like kind of help us get it all together. Um, and us is them as well because it's just these people contributing um so if you're interested come drop by the newsletter channel we're always looking for people to help out um but then i was someone went through and was like why is this spelling like this because <laughs> they're like why have you written when as when and i'm like oh it's like meant to be like ape language so <laughs> I know, um, we, we they were always, like, it's not proper English. We always have yeah. people 
pointing out our spelling mistakes, which is important. But yeah, this is meant to be in that format. So we yeah. we, we apologize for the confusion there. But I really loved it when I first read it on Twitter. I was like, oh, this is so funny. <laughs> just just like how how like this the the ape would think about <laughs> what well, each look, of these criteria I, I have no reservations. I, it helps me understand everything at, to a higher degree. I love it. Mm. It's, it mm. it's just a way to, um, you know, articulate it in a different way. Um, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of power in being able to simplify complex things in, in being able to express them simply. It's super, super important. Yeah. Um, so Odyssey, Dow, um, they launched this week, so they're like a, um, a a project kind of under Olympus. Like yeah. everything, everything they're kind of directed towards like being self sustainable themselves, but just value adding to Olympus. I was just I like turned up to their like public call, and I'd like. I knew a bit about it and I'm like following it a little bit, but like I was just blown away by like their ambition for this project because this is just going to blow people's minds because I the talent they have, like this church guy who was on there, he's like his voice was just, you just, oh, yeah, okay. And then he's just, like, talking all these philosophical terms. Um, it was, yeah. And then and then this game they have of the, you have the NFT, which I think they're going to do, like, raffles with, like, different tickets, but you can only mm-hmm. buy a ticket if you're an OMI. And then I think the funding from that goes to staked OM, and then the staked OM keeps on growing. And then you can burn your NFT for the pool of state, like, own rewards at your tier. So the 33 Mm. rare ones will have, like, a lot more. And then the 300, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it'll kind of go down. But, I mean, who's going to be the person who burns their (laughs) NFT, right? Like... You might, someone might do it for like a couple of thousand bucks and then the rest of the NFTs become worth more money because someone's out of the game. Like, mm. oh, so cool. I know. It's awesome. It, it's just like a, um, such a multifaceted um, project because I think with a lot of um, NFT related projects, it, it's really hard to, to create all this like layered value. But when you're doing it on top of a protocol like Olympus, it's, it just it just comes all these ideas flow naturally, so it's it's really cool to see um, Odyssey develop like this um, and turning into such a um, you know robust and interesting project. Um, I'm really excited mm-hmm. for for some of the um, things to um, uh, pan out as as time goes by. But yeah, I think like you were touching on the raffles. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure there were some plans to perhaps use the um, the proof of attendance. Um, uh, protocols that we got from um, oh yeah FOMO yeah, yeah. FOMO they, FOMO two and they mentioned something like that and then if you have like um a certain amount like if you have one then you get one ticket or mm-hmm. if you have five you get something else I don't I don't I think that's still kind of being settled down like 
they've yeah. got like yeah. the kind of plan for it, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want to quote it on the on the yeah, podcast. The, the utility, um, of, the utility of that still definitely being fleshed out. I just, I just remember that being mentioned. Um, so it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to use the attendance perhaps for something, but I think it's going to be an ongoing thing as well for like the FOMO, and that's it's like so cool because you like drive this like kind of value of attendance and participation in the culture by these nfts as well i think yeah this is yeah, just going to be it such just creates, a cool creates so many extra um layers of, of of value on top of olympus it's awesome yeah i think that's 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 yeah layers that's what it's all about and then this this world famous artist dimitri danilov mm. who i assume is greek is like doing these one of a kind 3D photogen photo photometric art of these like ancient um artifacts yeah so photogrammetry is this um kind of dance between um computerized so I don't want to butcher this because that would be would be horrible. But oh, you were doing so well! Like um, you sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Yeah, it's only because I pronounced the word properly, <laughs> but like I still don't even know what it is. That's exactly. the start. Yeah. So um, photogrammetry is the science and technology of obtaining reliable information about phys- physical objects and the environment through the process of recording, measuring, and interpreting the images and patterns of electromagnetic. Mm. radiant imagery in other phenomena wow Mm. well so it sounds like a lot of physical modeling uh modeling from from pulling data and and creating interesting um models um computerized models which is super cool Um, yeah did you check out the um you can sort of walk around in the demo museum with just a placeholder no, I haven't got the chance to, but I I, I feel I do it now. Do it yeah, now, live. I, I jump, I jump on. Um, yeah, we'll add, add add my um my reaction in. <laughs> um, you said so it's uh the links in the yeah yeah. Just, oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. I opened it up. Um, Entering the metaverse. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You like click on that and then you, it's like um, a game and you can jump as well. Oh, really? With space, with space bar. Yeah. Still, still, um, still loading for me. Oh, here we go. Wait a sec. Yeah, this is awesome. So you like can yeah, the kind of controls for like your FPS shooter, and then Yves has his like bored ape right in the <laughs> middle on this know, massive right. column. <laughs> I know there's a fair few bored apes in here actually. Well, um, I think it's just like populated with like what he has in his kind yeah. of NFT wallet. So this will mm. all be like memes or you know whatever nfts they think he's got got Um, platon pictures wow that's awesome Um, i don't know for for context platon is a very famous um uh, portrait photographer he does a lot of the he's he's done a lot of the world done a lot of of the world leaders and 
um, oh, like, like, like oh yeah, there's and, this one, yeah, Gaddafi, yeah. and a lot of really interesting. Oh yeah, um, and just just uh, off classic topic, characters classic, of the world, <laughs> classic leaders. Uh, <laughs> but for context, as if you if everyone's interested in Platon, there's a really interesting uh, series on Netflix um, that goes into his work. Just on a, a, a off-topic side note. Um, hey, no, you can go awesome. if you go into the main hall, mm-hmm. sort of where you can see his ape, and then there's this t- TV on the left. And if you stand in front of it, it starts talking to you. Oh, um, that's cool. Oh yeah. Only if you stand in front of it. Anyway, let's. We should probably get back to the news. But this is like, I think, obviously, it's going to be bigger than this. But you'll be able to just like walk through and see like the history and the memes and stuff. It, that is, it's going yeah, to be. that's super awesome. That 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 movie is selling um, the rights as an NFT. It's very interesting. Um, hmm. All right, maybe awesome. we get back to the news later. Yeah, well, let me get I, out. Of, how do I get out of the metaverse? Just oh, there we escape. Are. Just escape. Just yeah, escape. No. <laughs> aren't you? Aren't you technically escaping by going into the metaverse? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's what's um, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, so memetics, Omi of the week. Congrats. Um, he's he's does he's got a lot of roles. He's always around and everything. You see him everywhere. Yeah, great cross, guy. Cross pollinating. In uh, multiple hats, he's wearing multiple hats, doing everything. Um, yeah. Um, then we had the risk-free value breaks twenty dollar mark. That's that's pretty huge. I had no, so I actually had had like a bunch of them, and I was like, this is great. And it wasn't until like Asi started talking about risk-free value that I was like, oh. We've got all these other, like, I mean, it, it, like, you kind of, like, thought about it, but you didn't have, like, a concrete concept mm. behind, like, that that your actual risk is going down yeah. if the value is going up, um, the risk-free value is going up because it's, it's just um, getting closer to, well, I mean, what's happened now is the price is just freaking pumped out of, out of control, so... Um, but yeah, that was really cool. And then there were like a bunch of, um, stuff on the bonds. Uh, and we had a really good day on, uh, trading. I think, I think you're the one who put the upshot in the newsletter. Is that right? Yeah. There was, um, one day in, uh, it was on the Thursday, I think. And we, we had almost 9k in fees generated in, in an hour, uh, which is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> So that that's all. That's great. Those, it's, it's all passive income for the treasury, which is which is crazy. And that's the 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 liquidity pairs we have, like Omfrax, on yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's our, our Omfrax yeah. and Omdi. The protocol owned. owned. Yeah. The protocol. All owned, right, yeah. and then yeah, and then um, we had your profile. Very cool. Um, so <clears throat> th- th- this process of like picking someone for the profile. Um, we actually, 
Um, I don't know. I don't I hope you're not offended. Someone else, no, no. Uh, I asked someone else, um, and then they were like, oh, maybe, but then they were like, oh, actually, I don't really love the limelight. And then I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> who can I, who can I get to profile? Uh, and then it was like, ah, oh, perfect. DKD, maybe, maybe he'll do it. And then, and then you did. And, and it's great. I had no idea you had like a professional soccer career. Yeah, it's uh, something that seems so uh, irrelevant now, but it definitely was a big part of my life uh, for a very long time. Um, but wow, yeah, and I, you were like 15? I was, yeah, I was uh, 15 when I uh, left my country to, to um, play overseas. Um, That's which was, crazy. Which is a big deal because um, I was uh, away from home and, Obviously, did you go to school there? Um, like, yeah. So I was playing. Or was it like homeschool? No. Of? So it was kind of um, for for the first two years abroad. It was it was like a uh, a school um, kind of like hybrid club um, sort of situation. So you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Training was, all the time. Yeah, training learning. all the time, but but still learning. Um, but the, the the trigger thing was is all in a foreign language, so that was um, pretty hard to. Um, adapt. Japanese, yes, Portuguese, yeah, <laughs> German. Very. So you speak like a couple of languages now, probably. A couple of languages, but uh, I would I would say that my um, Japanese and uh, Portuguese are a bit rusty. It's been a few years. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say my um, German is a little bit more proficient. So. Oh, that's cool. Um, All right. Yeah. So super awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I really like. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, it was just fun being profiled. I, I think I think it's such a, a fun initiative, just to like for everyone to to um, get to know everyone in the community, because that's that's where I think the value is in in kind of connecting the community. So yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, because awesome. you don't know, like every time I read, like every time like people give the answers to this i'm like i had no idea yeah <laughs> like yeah. that that you're like and then you find out people were like mining bitcoin in like 2010 or whatever oh. and then lost their wallets and then there's like yeah it's so it's so it's such a uh a like cool uh thing to be able to get to know everyone and then it's you're able to like interact with people better if you know a bit more about them yeah, it yeah. can be just as much as they're willing to share because of course some people are going to be wanting to like be very anon here because like they yeah. might live in the yeah, place the, where the nature of the space and that's 100 percent yeah up to the person that's fine um but yeah it's a fun little easter egg um in the newsletter mm. i think so mm. Cool. And then we had meme of the week. We are three, three. This one's, this one's like made at the beginning of time for Olympus. I think like Cartesis. Um, it's just such a cool <laughs> kind of, you're like, yeah, we're not, we're three, three. That's what we do. Like it's professional. Yeah. yeah the, the Spartan references is, is funny. Mm. It's just the, the unorganized, um, you know, army we, we, we showing them how, how to coordinate and collaborate. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I did. And it, yeah. Yeah. No, it's Selling a is like a coordination failure. Like, I mean, if we could all, you know, just try and 
achieve one objective. I mean, that's the whole point of Olympus, right? But then you like think about Bitcoin and it's like, there's just so many people manipulating the price and not that, not that we're, we're immune to that or anything, but like at least everyone can kind of have the game theory pretty, pretty clear in their head about, you know, what's the best sort of approach. Mm. Yeah. For, for now we're very much the ball is in our court, but I think the more that we grow it becomes uh, the, the game theory becomes a lot more complex. So it's definitely something to yeah. kind of consider as we as we grow and develop different strategies. But I think the way that things are going, it, it's um, it's an effective strategy thus far, don't you think? Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that's what I do, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> hope so. Um, and then we have the opportunities contribute to contribute. And, like, people can go from, like... Seriously, this this was just an idea like a month ago. This the Agora newsletter. This podcast was like a, an idea like a week and a half ago. Um, so I mean, just just get involved. Like, yeah. there's so many things you can do. They've got like a budget. You can put like a proposal, get your budget approved, and off you go. Like, mm. yeah, it's it's testament to 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 the values that we try and uphold, I think. I, I think it's, um, you know, we need to keep encouraging people to um, contribute in any way they, they feel they have skills in because at the end of the mm. day, it, it benefits the, um, the the protocol. And um, it's, it's just, it's such a great, um, uh, you know, it's a great, great kind of goal to strive for. And I think it, we, need to, we need to just encourage people more for sure because mm. anything's possible when we're, leave it open like this. Mm. And then we had uh, Agora's Learning Ancient Greek Mythology Series. This is uh, um, something a bit more cultural for the Omis. And we've got Cadmus this week, who's the founder of Thebes. But I might just leave that for people who want to want to read about it. It's in the back of the newsletter. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think this is quite cool. Like, it's, Greek mythology is just the coolest Fucking shit. Yeah, Zeus, uh, and then Zeus you... was uh, sedu- seduced in this uh, story. So if anyone wants to... What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> dropping, dropping, the, uh, <laughs> dropping the plot. But, um, yeah. All right. Um, and then I'm just um, we'll just move to f- the, the fun bit. Um, do you have like... Uh, fun bit of the week. Maybe I'll start with mine. Yeah, yeah start with yours. You st- yep. So I had uh, Fatty Bags. He he did the Omi song. You might have heard uh, it at Femme yeah, 2, yeah, but he, yeah. he's trying to do this um, collab with this Indian guy called Singer. I've got – I sent you the link. You can just have a listen to the yeah. rap. I, I, yeah, um, I'll just play it, it for the. I heard it. I told you we do it right here. I told you. So great. I don't know. I, he's got a cannon on his shoulder. Uh, yeah, <laughs> smoking, smoking Colorado weed. Uh, it's so cool. I hope he makes a whole song. Like, I would definitely have uh, that on just, repeat. Just for, for Omi's trying to visualize this, it's the, the typical artist snippet where they're uh, videoing the um, the speakers and 
and vibe into their track. Um, oh yeah, yeah. There's a video with it. You can check it out on Twitter. I think we'll put it in the show notes. So yeah, people can yeah, for sure. Have the link themselves. Upvote it. Tag this guy singer official to do the official collab. And then uh, what? Did, what did you have for uh, fun bits? Um, there was a few to choose from, but um, a, a more recent on a more recent um, fun bit, there was uh, one of our omies, Target Lily, started creating all these. Uh, custom bot tags um, uh, for, for people just to use in the main um, Discord server. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's probably at least 30 tags there, so I'll, I'll let I'll let some of the omis go discover um, what those tags oh, are. Oh, I got the I got the link. Oh, okay. oh do you got the link? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll link the... Oh, okay. Um, there's one... What's this one with Asfi? <laughs> uh, there's a... <laughs> There's a few. There's devs rugged, uh, which is one of my uh, one of my favorites. Um, there, there's a few. There's a. There's so a you just pop in the command, really well and then um, like, and then the and then the yeah, so and then the in, meme comes up or whatever. So yeah. You pop, yeah, you pop in a uh, question. Oh, mark you're typing now. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah, so I'll I'll you go question mark tag, and then you can go. Uh, let's say devs rugged. And then it'll come up with a, <laughs> um, <laughs> with yeah. a funny, a funny command. Just to, that's just the the price dumping chart. And then we yeah. got this. Uh, what's this one? Is this the Aspie B- one? Or? Bro, bro. Oh, there's the Aspie one. Which one's that? This one. Uh, the bro. Well, how do I get the Aspie one, bro? I think you just. Oh, uh, good, yeah. yeah do, so tag first. All right, I got. In front of oh, I got a tag. Tag. And, and then, then the, bro. Yeah. Oh no, just that. Okay, sorry. One sec. Tag. We got technical, technical difficulties in there. And then, and then, bro. Yes. All right. Dow, Dow is overpaid, bro. Price is going too high. It's gonna crash, bro. Website is not working, bro. What's the Asu one? How do I get that one? This is this is the Asu one. It's tag good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Oh, uh, so you just pop it in. Alright, that's cool. Yeah. So if people want to play around with that, they just go to this uh on the main server, Discord server, they go to the bot channel and then they just um can like see what tags. And you can use these in any um channel right you just yeah so, tag um oh, okay the, easy access yeah the herms is everywhere we can um we can use um, summon summon hermes whenever required i know um the omis can summon <laughs> hermes um wherever wherever they wherever herms may need need to be all right that's cool that's cool 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 all right well um i think i think that's it um thanks so much for um for uh, coming on and chatting with the news with us. And, no, this is awesome. Um, yeah, hopefully we can do it again. I, I'd love to. I think this is a this is a really cool um, format and I'm, I'm keen to, to see it de- develop as time goes on. Next up, we're going to talk to Aspi, who's going to tell us what he's thinking about, what he's interested in, and why he keeps making those beautiful threads on Twitter. So, Asfi, is that, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, the closest pronunciation would be Asfi, 
as us. in us, us as in the, like you know, uh, we and us, and then fee f e e. That's the closest uh, us. Us fee. Yes, that that's perfect. That's perfect. You said it perfectly yeah. there. Um, well, uh, it's great to talk to you for the first time. Uh, we've DM'd a bit. Um, you're like a constant source of knowledge for um, the newsletter. Um, we really couldn't write it without you <laughs> putting up all your tweet threads. Um, so, um, what, 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 what drives you to put up the tweet threads like every every couple of days I don't, are you just totally fascinated by ohm or yeah i am i mean i um look so, i mean i've uh, i like i'm a very typical finance nerd you know started in investment banking i've taught financial modeling for over 10 years i've you know i'm like a very like very typical traditional finance guy when i came oh, wow, across yeah. ohm you know i've just been like when i first thought about it i was like it's simple. It makes sense. But this can't be it. There's got to be something wrong with it. So I've basically like been just trying to like poke holes in it uh, for the last, uh, I don't know, 42 days ever. And more than that, actually, 60 days, 42 days since when I've owned it. And, you know, I, I think um, I, I think that guy, um, um, forgetting his name, David Perel, he said it best. He said that, you know, um, like a read to col collect the dots and write to connect them. So in many ways for me, like writing these threads is a way of explaining stuff to myself, really. And at the same time, just, you know, also just like uh, revisiting them, being kind of asking myself over and over again, have I gone crazy? Am yeah. I missing something obvious? And I'm really grateful that, you know, people are finding them useful. But I mean, for me, really, it's just about like, like a way to like, you know, uh, put thoughts on paper and, you know, have like this community to kind of spar with, talk to, get feedback from and just kind of iterate. So um, that's kind of where it's coming from. And yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's that's kind of the motivation here. <laughs> I really liked your um, bank run thread. I think that's been my favorite so far. Um, so I don't, I mean, the, the problem, the thing that, that I think about is what if we have this in-between sort of, well, that doesn't work either, right? <laughs> I just, yeah, no, I know, I know what, when, I know what you're going to say. And look, this is where I feel like it's important that, you know, you don't just pick assumptions to create an outcome, right? Like, I mean, I, for me, the the thing with the bank run, I mean, yeah, absolutely. People have asked, they, the people have said, well, why will only, you know, a, a single digit percent stay staked? Why wouldn't all of them stay staked? And my thing is, well, that, then, then that's not a bank run. Bank, yeah, exactly. run, bank run, the definition of a bank run is people losing complete faith in an institution and saying, I want my money out. I don't care about you or your institution because you failed me. That's what a bank run is. So, and I think that this, that's an important, very important discussion for me because, um, you know, there's this whole conversation around, and this, it's a perpetual conversation, is Om a Ponzi? And I think, you know, Ponzi is probably not the best word. I think another one word could be, is Om a pyramid scheme? And it looks like a pyramid scheme when everyone stays staked, but it's got this really interesting pyramid inversion that happens when people like kind of stop getting staked and 
and and I think that is a pretty key and a very interesting part of the design that uh, you know we all stay staked because we know if we don't stay staked we're leaving money on the table and you know that creates um, a really amazing sort of hold uh, on the deposits without having things like FDIC insurance and whatnot. So yeah. for me, that's why, like you know, I mean, that thread was important because, again, like I told you, I'm also trying to question this very intently, right? Like, what am I missing here? Like, because it's, it's your money, is when you're. Yeah, I mean, it is my money, and I think, but I, you know, but I think more than that too, right? Uh, what's happening is like. I'm like questioning like years of knowledge, right? Like uh, I'm questioning a lot of stuff that I've learned, you know, being the finance guy, you know, who does deals. That's kind of what my background is. So, you know, um, it's just, uh, it's that. But, but you know, at the same time, like, yeah, I totally agree. Like um, there are like, there is a stalemate in the middle um, and uh, that, you know, you could think about in that bank run scenario. But then the question is, in a stalemate, will bond sales dry up? I, I mean, yeah. right now there's like another, you know, the, the, other, the other, you know, I think relevant question to all of this is like, should we be counting bond sales as revenue, right? And like my take is like, how do you define revenue? Will you define revenue as something, you know, that is uh, coming from your primary operations when you consistently keep doing an activity? to produce something it's revenue we for us like home is weird it's like it's it's got governance rights but it's also our primary product Mm -hmm. and we sell this product for a 300 to 500 dollar gain like pretty much every second right that is very much revenue for us and some people will argue otherwise but i've grown to see it as revenue and so you know in that stalemate scenario it's kind of hard to imagine bond growth disappearing it's really hard to imagine that and um but you know i mean like yeah look i mean i'm again i'm again having that conversation with myself mark because i go in circles around you know i just can't (laughs) see how it happened right like so if no one sells if no one's selling their own then um that's showing confidence and that confidence signal is what drives other people to want to be involved in the protocol. So I think for bond sales to stop, you actually have to have people losing confidence in the protocol. I actually don't think, I mean, possibly they could exist together, but like the likelihood of that is just so far away unlikely that it's probably not even worth like reasoning about. Like, I don't totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Mm. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, and then um, the risk-free uh, value. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah. that? that, that yeah, yeah, another... look, I mean, you know, I've gotten like props for that thread. I literally took that presentation that Zeus did at FOMO2 and I just kind of explained it in a couple of tweets. Like, so, you know, I want to just say that that's like... That's kind of like, that's kind of where it comes from, right? I literally just paraphrased something that I heard. Um, And everyone's like, great. Yeah, yeah. like, no, it's not me. It's not me. It's not me. No, but I think it's raised an important point there, right? Like, I mean, like right now, if you had bought one ohm at inception, you'd have a little over eight, right? And so, you know, yeah, I think... um, 
I mean, I just, for me, like, I really like that concept of index adjusted risk-free value and like following the trend of index adjusted risk-free value because for me as a someone who's been an investment banker managed the private equity firm it was like okay um you know when is growth accretive and i could I, for me that that's the language i speak right like is this growth like is um issuance of bonds uh, accretive to stake stakers uh, and and I think it's very well captured in that RFV per ohm chart that we have. Um, yeah. Our numerator grows faster than our denominator, which is really cool to see. So um, for me, like um, I feel like this index adjusted risk free value was like a very attractive metric because so all most of the deals that I've done uh, in my life, like uh, as a as a fund manager, as a business person there was a big emphasis on, um, you know, quantifying downside. Like, you know, you've got to know like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen, right? Yeah. And I really liked my downside uh, with Ohm. And I really liked the fact that my downside keeps improving. So for me, it was like, huh, this is time to risk-free. Sorry, is it I think we lost you there. Oh, okay. I see you here. Um, oh, there you are. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, uh, I can repeat a bit. Um, no, for me, I was what I was getting at was like downside protection is a big deal for me. And therefore, yeah. like, you know, this idea of time to risk free was really important because I could also see that, you know, with this index adjusted risk free value concept, the floor of um, what is your um, risk free value, essentially, it keeps rising. Mm. Uh, like, you know, let's say like, you know, I've, uh, uh, you know, some, let's say I put in like, you know, 10K, uh, you know, at, like some point ago, right? Like, I mean, there's like uh, something like uh, I think uh, 2K or like 20, 25 percent, uh, you know, that's pretty much the index adjusted risk free value at this time. And that that will keep on rising as this RFV per ohm keeps rising. So for me, that was like a really cool thing, right, that I could in 100 or to 200 days be sitting at a point where the initial investment I made is completely backed covered by and that's yeah. a really like i mean powerful that's, that's amazing man like i and and you know the i mean w what's the risk then right like okay okay die could lose its peg okay smart contract hack could happen okay fine you know and i compare um i would say this downside risk to some of the deals that i've done and i've personally invested money in yeah. I mean, all else being equal and even knowing about how governance works in a public company. I've been a director of um, uh, public companies before. Mm. Just comparing governance, uh, you know, I was like, this is good, man. This is a yeah. really good deal, right? Like, yeah. and the financials are awesome and it's working and like, mm. this is this is great. So, um, yeah, I think that governance is um, really interesting as well. I'm, I was a formerly a regulatory lawyer so we do like lots of regulatory action against directors who are behaving badly and just the stuff you would see in like public companies like the the decisions they would make based on the information they had and you're just like this system is so broken <laughs> like how, how um, did you go mark from regulatory lawyer to i don't know what you, i mean like this is kind of a black hole yeah, right this whole crypto thing like, yeah, what's... Crypto guy. How, how, um, like, what, like, it's crazy. Like, what's the story there? Yeah, I, I was, it was like the lockdown and then there was like, um, a lot of our work dried up. So like, um, there wasn't, they like have stuff for us to do, but sometimes there wasn't that much stuff. So it was really, um, 
compound when it launched and then like DeFi summer and stuff. And then we got to the end of it and there was like a bunch of people um, who they were wanting to have redundancies um, for the team. Uh, and then I was like one of the youngest on the team. Um, and I was like a redundancy. Oh, this is great. So, um, you just give me money and I don't, I, I just leave. And they're like, yeah, sure. That's it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so I got like this redundancy payout and I was like, well, why don't I just do this? See, see if we can make this work. So I might, I might go back like, you know, if the markets go, like way down but i mean at the moment everything's kind of floating along nicely so <laughs> yeah i think for me that's been the other really cool thing right like watching just the the operating leverage and just how efficient these uh, these entities are like uh, i mean there was the other day i don't know if you followed but uh, this one uh, guy uh, person uh, was upset about um how um, uh, the DAO is distributing funds to uh, some members, and you know, I mean, not getting oh, into yeah, not getting into the specifics. The, for me, the thing was, I was like, "Ha! Huh, their operating expense annually is three days of cash flow. Like, <laughs> you know, these guys are making like one sixty plus million a year, and so basically, three days of cash flow." is basically the opex of this business and yeah. like and i was like kind of like you know putting things in context being like i i mean you know people can say oh well this number seems big right but in the in terms of the margin right i was like damn this thing is like yeah. a 99 percent margin business it's working 24 7 it's got a distributed team uh it is uh soaking in a whole lot of cash it's got some pretty interesting talent like mm -hmm. this is this is a powerhouse right like yeah. um i mean so yeah i mean sorry just for a bigger background mm. uh you're talking about the thirty thousand yeah. dollars a week yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so DAO sorry I, yeah i i'm talking about the current um allocation to the DAO of 30k a week which is like 1.56 million a year and, um, you know, when you compare that to um, our daily revenue, our daily revenue is about 500K, mm -hmm. uh, right? So three days, in three days of revenue, or which is basically our cash flow as well, you know, in three days, we basically paid for the DAO. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, for me, like, yeah, I mean, I, I find that pretty interesting. And, and, and you know, um, I find the DAO's uh, current balance of ohms interesting as well relative to, um, you know, what they really need to pay, uh, uh, mm. I would say the team over the next two, three years. Mm. Um, and yeah, you know, that just kind of looks like a pretty well-funded org that's growing that, you know, is going to do a lot more, right, with uh, with what it's got. Mm. So just just to see what you think will happen. Um, so if, so, so I think we're at like $600 now per an ohm. So that means that the bond sales that we make are actually bringing in the DAO more money um, than, say, when we sell them at 400 But um, does it get to a point where um, we the, the price has to start coming down in your mind? And, like, where, where <clears throat> yeah. would that be? Yeah, it's a great question. I think, I mean, so, I mean I've been thinking quite a bit about, like... Um, you know, monetary premium or basically like market cap to RFV. So, I mean, um, like where is our market cap now? It's like 450 or something, right? And yeah. our uh, risk-free value is about 19. 
So, I mean, for me, like this has been kind of interesting, right? Market cap to RFV has been shuttling between like 20 to 25. Um, uh, and, um, you know, the lowest market cap to risk-free value that we ever saw was on May 23rd, uh, and that was 12x. Um, now, you know, at, at what point does this uh, market cap to risk-free value delta start declining? I mean, I don't... Yeah, I, I think that I think that would happen, um, you know, when we're like touching the upper limits of what our total accessible market is. And that's a hard, I think that's a, that's an, that's yeah, a, what is that? I think that's a pretty important <laughs> question. Like, you know, what is the accessible market here? You know, is it all uh, total value locked in DeFi? Is it the bond market? Uh, what total is it? Money in the world. Right. Like, yeah, ex yeah. What is the, where, where, when, you know, when does that happen? And I, I don't have a clear answer there, right? Because my take is like, okay, look, this is in some ways, Ohm is an example of peak financialization. It's like, it's a pretty, you know, but like I can, I can see solid demand for this product, right? Like it, like this, it does things to you, right? Like, and those numbers aren't made up, right? I mean, yeah. your RFV per Ohm is $21. So, I mean, so, you know, coming to your question, right? Like, um, like if we get beyond the, if we just talk about price and not market cap, I think that's kind of where your question was. Yeah. Um, so if you think about ohm price, right? Like, so RFV per ohm has been rising, right? Like, uh, it's a, mm -hmm. I guess it's about twenty one dollars now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, let's say, and that is rising at about um, thirty to thirty five cents a day. Uh, so that's thirty to thirty five cents. We add after accounting for all the. Uh, for all the token inflation that's happening. Yeah. Um, that says that, okay, another 200 days, um, we'll be at over like $100 uh, per ohm, right? Mm. Um, well, at $100 per ohm, I mean, you know, what should uh, the price per ohm be? Hey, well, yeah. it like, I mean, um, you know, is there... And so then you start saying, okay, well, um, is the 20x multiple um, inflated? Because that's thinking a $2,000 ohm price. And then you say, okay, well, what do we historically know about multiples, right? Multiples um, more or less respond to growth rate because multiples are, are uh, you know, an expression of like expectations, right? So, so um, will we start seeing, um, I mean, let's say like if we play it out, like, you know, 100 days later, uh, will our um, growth rate um, start slowing down? Um, I feel like that's like, I mean, that's a hard question to answer, but I mean, I don't see a good reason for the growth rate to slow down, right? Yeah. Like, and I, I, I go back to like, just the experience that people around me have had being like, you know, going through the whole sort of, I feel like we should write down like the nine stages of Ohm, right? Which starts from, <laughs> this is bullshit. This is a yeah. Ponzi. Oh, wait, no, I think it works. That's oh, wait, idea. no, it doesn't really work. Oh, wow, this is really awesome. Oh, no, this is not, this is stupid. <laughs> this oh, is no. Fail. Oh, yeah. my God, this actually works. You know, there's like this little thing that you yeah. go through. And um, a number of like, I would say people who are like, I mean, whose judgment I also trust, like, they've kind of gone through that, they've bought in as well. Mm. Um, and, you know, why have they bought in, right? Like, um, and that's something I, I think about a lot, like what drives the demand for Ohm? 
and i mean at some level it's like it's a it's a damn good asset that's offering you predictable cash flow that's offering you growth it's just it's offering you um like you know what you want from 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 an from a from a risk asset right it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's you it's delivering you that um and you know it's but it's weird because you know it's as such its utility is still being developed but yeah. but like i feel like and this is you know i i one of the older messages um i've been like going through a lot, a lot of the older messages on the discord because uh-huh. I, I find like okay. the first so the first ever conversation started uh, around feb 3rd 4th they are oh, the most bit of uh, olympus historian Dude, I think that Inception is the most... In- like, you know, there's some really interesting discussions between Zeus and a couple of other people in the early days, right? When they thought this thing will trade around 5 to $10. But the, yeah, yeah. the thing that's really interesting is one of the earlier things, where this was, where before this thing was called OLY or OLI, um, yeah. they called it a number-go-up machine, right? Now, you know, it sounds ridiculous to read that, but when you think about... Okay, what do we need from a number go up machine? Well, we need more buyers than sellers, and we need to make sure that people who buy that they don't sell. Sounds simple, right? But like, I feel like in many ways these guys kept re-engineering, being like, okay, how do we pay the stakers enough? Well, we need to create another currency that gives them the illusion of a very high reward, right? And um, okay, what do and you know? So like, along with that, I feel like they just kind of kept sort of solving this Jenga puzzle until they like got a really neat balance and at the same time i think they got pretty lucky with a community that has an incredible ability to turn a lot of this logic turn it into memes and then just go crazy like Mm -hmm. um, you know putting it out there at a rocket speed on twitter like some of the ad campaigns like i previously um I served on the board of a consumer dairy, a dairy consumer company. Yeah. You know, we had like, you know, sizable marketing budget. And, you know, I mean, when I compared the ad campaign, uh, some of these guys did with those 10,000 plus percent interest rate or just, I mean, there's there's an ad campaign happening every day. This, they're not costing what I've seen marketing campaigns cost. And they are damn effective. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, and they are like, and they're like these, I mean, some of these guys who, you know, they call themselves shit posters, but they're like advertising gods, right? Like the kind, the way they kind of put that content out there and get in your face. I think that's a pretty nice, that's a very important like element that's kind of, just you know cause this whole system to come together and so when you bring like that number go up machine with this kind of a meme army together um you know because i see this discussion happen a lot on twitter i also see it happen on uh discord where people are like yeah you know i i sold out at that uh peak and that drop but i'm kind of regretting because had i not sold i'd have more ohm right now so like you know they're like it's like a lot of the claims that have been put out, people are also seeing that in reality. And so more and more, I feel like belief manufacturing is happening and, and that is essential for money, right? Like, I mean, yeah. what is money? If, it's like shared belief. It's like an intersubjective reality. We all agree to assign value to something and then it becomes valuable. But mm-hmm. then w- the things that really become valuable are the ones that have the best story. And and the other thing that I li- really like about Ohm is, right, like... um. I feel like some projects 
are like super big on the left brain some are super big on the right brain like you know appealing to the logic versus appealing to the emotions this is like kind of doing a bit of both in a really great way and um and so you know this one guy on twitter said that um uh, rune mir that's what his uh, thing is uh, twitter handle is he said that you know they kind of like uh, caught lightning in a bottle uh, he said something like that and and i i see that right like i think because i've i've also thought about like okay i mean you know what does it take for another protocol to do this um and you know there have been a bunch of forks and well why have they not worked so well uh, there, today there was a fascinating discussion about well um what ohm is doing even uniswap or sushi swap could do right but like my kind of talk was i'd love to see them do it inside i'm quite skeptical being like ah i wonder how that's really going to go down so you know i feel like there's just a lot of um there was just there was just a bunch of really cool things that just came together and uh now this thing is there right and, yeah. and i'm just like frankly mark just like it's like this i mean for me i'm just like uh, plugged in for a variety of reasons because you know i've always been a student of economics and finance never really had access to a quality lab where i could like see hypotheses being tested and out and you know results coming out here it's happening real time all the time i like yeah, you know immediate so, feedback yeah and and it's just i feel like it's just very reliable like right now for me the thing that i'm really plugged into right now is why is the debt ratio of reserve bonds and liquidity bonds fluctuating and is it tied to the bond control variable or is it tied to the maximum uh, uh amount of bond that we can issue and i i still kind of figuring it out and asking questions but like yeah it's just things like that right like um like so many there's just a lot of little things that you kind of wonder about talk about and i think again like community is such a huge part right like that whole channel on questions people are just constantly talking about this stuff so i feel like that also really helps that there's this little video game we've developed a shared mental model for it but then there's like 10000 people who are just constantly wanting to talk about it i mean and that's kind of what we are doing too which is why i was looking forward exactly to this right call now. being like you know i mean <laughs> you know i'm 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 like uh, hunting down people for like i mean i wanted to do a meet up then this coming weekend now i can't because mm-hmm. i've got some other stuff i mean my, i actually have like full time work right so yeah. um i've got some travel coming up but like i'm really eager to just set up a meet up because i i want to talk to people in the talk flesh being like dude like yeah. what is this thing right like this is pretty incredibly <laughs> are we crazy are, yeah exactly right are we are we are 10000 people crazy like yeah. um you know um and and let's for a second assume that we are um we still can't ignore um uh the the this the this the, the scientific like the finally we can see you know the scientific method getting applied to the world of behavioral finance and economics right we've never had that yeah. uh, and uh, that that's really amazing for me that's something that like really keeps me plugged mm-hmm. in yeah the one thing i think about everyone has this like oh the price is so high should i just sell like a little bit to get and then you're like oh but then i won't be getting any yield on you know what i've sold out and then you think about oh there's actually probably a whale out there who's just trying to wait for the right time to come and 
eat up all this ohm because they want to be in on in on this too um and you know why would i give away my future earnings to someone like that and i think that's that's really powerful in terms of people seeing the future of what it's going to be um and when you're in it it's so much easier to see that future mm-hmm. i i i completely agree i mean like last couple of days like i remember like uh, market cap went down to 300 million briefly and like some people had kind of asked for my take i mean i i i'm i'm very much long term holder here i i bought in uh, uh, what what is for me a sizable chunk uh, when i got in and um, and that my thing was i i don't do short term investments i've never been a trader i've always been like you know i am i'm going to take at least like a 5 plus year view on this thing yeah. and that's kind of what i'm doing but like you know um the thing is like yeah i mean you saw the pull back on market cap happen very quickly and that's again because i mean when 90 plus percent of your um of your circulating supply is staked you don't have a lot of um lose own that's lying like lying around and so you know like you've basically like uh, you've kind of like uh, you know i mean bitcoiners talk about this halving event right you kind of have like this perpetual halving event that's happening you you don't have a whole lot of sell pressure and so i agree with you i think um but look at the same i think i mean i think it people will just go through a couple of these and then you know eventually realize that like um i i i think it's it's tempting to say yeah i'll you know sell take some money off the table but then you know every now and then you have to ask like you know sell it and put it in what right yeah, like exactly right like i mean i totally get the, the bank right like yeah. i i totally get the situation and i'm kind of going through it now where like now om is becoming a substantial portion of my net worth and i mean if it kind of keeps going i mean it'll hit like half of my net worth soon right like <laughs> and which is nuts right at that point you're like ah like how do i feel about this right but like on that one i mean i've kind of always been the investor who's like doesn't get too caught up with um you know these arbitrary notions of diversification mm-hmm. um i have you know i mean uh, if it becomes like a big chunk of my net worth and so be it that wouldn't be the first time that like you know i've kind of taken a hard bet on something and it becomes like a really big chunk of my net worth and so yeah. my take is yeah dude like um i mean you know ride it right like uh ride this wave and um uh, for other people like i i think that's also like part of getting accustomed to om right because you're so used to and i don't blame them right like you're so used to this whole conversation around rug pulling and some guy pumping shit coins because you know, you know all of that yeah. right and it feels like and i mean you know if you're if you've been used to that world you're a skeptical person you're saying okay i see this pump happening i've made you know i've doubled my money or whatever i'm going to sell and that's fine right like that's mm-hmm. something i mean i'm sure like you know and a number of people double their money on amazon or double their money on facebook right but there yeah. are some people who said no you know i'm going to stay in for like a decade plus um well they walked with 100 to 1000x baggers right like yeah. and i for me this thing looks like you know at least a 100x bagger right like and so i mean i wouldn't want to like i you know that the last thing is what well, i say 10000 
anti-wire, right? <laughs> uh, right, 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 right. Exactly, that's a good point. Uh, but the, the other last thing I just want to say on that front uh, as well, uh, you know, on the diversification thing, I think Warren Buffett said that, you know, in investing, it's just like, you know, you just have to wait for that juicy pitch, right? You've got to, and if you get a juicy pitch, then you bet hard. And I yeah. feel like this is, this is a pretty juicy pitch, right? So, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, no point like uh, playing that uh, safe game of like, you know, getting a little return and taking money off the table. I mean, I, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I just have nowhere where I would put it, right? I'd like take it and then I just have like stable coins or whatever earning 10% or whatever. I know, but I think also, also like, I mean, not a single other investment that I have and I'm still I'm most of my I mean I still have like you know decent size like stock portfolio because I, that's yeah. I've, that's who I am I'm like I've been I've invested in private companies and I've had like yeah. a stock portfolio like with a typical traditional finance kind of a person and none of my and granted they're blue chips etc but like can I say anywhere that like okay like you know what's like my you know can I like quantify my downside um, in terms of like, I don't know, cash balance or book value in, in many of these cases. And like, and also know that my path to realizing that, because this is the other thing I feel like people aren't appreciating enough about like DeFi in general and like OM in particular, like, you know, you've been a regulatory lawyer, right? Like, like if a company goes bankrupt or belly up, right, by the time you actually, you know, stake your claim or state your claim on an asset. And by the time you get it, um, it's a very cumbersome process. Um, oh, and they just give it to liquidators, right. lawyers anyway, who charge like millions of dollars. Exactly, right. And for me, I'm like, okay, I mean, you know, worst case, like total Armageddon, I've got like this $19 million currently slowly going to become 20 or like I'll have this cash balance. There is an explicit and implicit and understanding about like, you know, how we will lay claim to that treasury if ever like, you know, shit really hit the fan. I, and I can like see the steps in my head on you know how like this would get unwound in a complete armageddon type scenario mm. when oh, you i made a thread about that yeah and <laughs> when i when i try to imagine that but here's the thing right when i try to imagine that similar scenario for any other investment i've made i don't have the same kind of clarity being like and this is how i'm going to get my money back mm. and so in that respect right like I mean, you know, on a risk-adjusted return basis, like, yeah, this is, I mean, this is pretty damn good, right? It's yeah. hard to, I mean, I, um, I, I for me, like, um, this is also kind of like my first, I would say, real um, investigation into DeFi. I've not, I'm not really a crypto person. Like, mm -hmm. my interests are very much around telecom and internet connectivity, and I've, mm -hmm not really invested in i mean i've had btc and eth but so does everyone else i've not really invested in anything else um i was searching for something else when i stumbled upon uh, olympus um but yeah i mean it's really hard to like kind of you know um i i, I tried like uh, i've been like researching other projects that you know smell a bit similar uh, in terms of incentive design and they're good and they have much bigger market caps than home but like, no, I mean, I couldn't, they weren't, they just weren't the same. I don't want to get into specifics of those yeah. because that becomes a negative yeah, conversation. Yeah. But like, no, I mean, 
this mm. this project was just is just pretty special. I mean, I've clearly yeah. drank the Kool Aid, Mark. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the I think, and I'll see if you agree. But the um, the big difference is that even like the leading people in the protocol are always questioning it, are always saying, "Well, you know." what do we think about this? What's, what does this mean? Are we wrong? Like, it's not, oh, it's always going to go up. Like Bitcoin is like, oh, orange coin is good. Like, okay. But like, why, like, why isn't it going to go to zero? Like, and whereas this community is always like, well, you know, can it go to zero? Have we got something wrong? And it's like constant um, pressure to like the protocol to justify itself. So, Mm. No, absolutely. I think I frankly, um, my favorite uh, channel is questions um, without a question in, in, in the main in the main because you know, yeah. there are I think I think what's really great is not just that we're constantly questioning. It's also like the style of questioning. I mean, so far, I haven't found the dismissive you know you don't know what you're like you know i feel like that that's that for me is important right like when someone it's a signal as well right like if you are aggressive it's because you're not confident yeah i think just being dismissive to other people saying like that that's a stupid question or i don't want to talk to you or like you know that this is too basic like my take on that is like yeah i mean I was that person three, four weeks ago and this is something new and funky and people who are coming into our this discord or like engaging with Om, they're like genuinely curious. And I think that, I think that harnessing that curious, and this is where I think uh, the guys who created this Sherpa's concept, I think they've, I think they've done, and there's a lot of really valuable things. And I think that's one of the really, really valuable things because I feel like, that whole thing with Sherpas, they've taken all this curiosity that comes into the server and they've, you know, given it a home and they've channeled all that energy in a really great way. Like I get honestly, like, you know, ever since I, I mean, I, every day, kid you not, every day, I get at least one message sometimes as a DM in my discord, sometimes as a DM in my Twitter saying, Hey, uh, liked your threads. I've made a spreadsheet and did a bunch of calculations. Wanted to show it to you before I showed it to everyone else. Uh, do you have time to take a look? And, you know, last couple of days I was traveling. So I was like, no, but otherwise I'm like, yeah, totally would love to. Yeah. That is amazing because you see, like, you're kind of getting a lot of, like, I would say, um, brains who are at least who understand this language congregating questioning and and this is kind of where why i'm betting hard and continuing to bet hard iterating right like the policy team or like the policy group that has kind of emerged uh they're they're iterating they're questioning and like you can see we obviously are not at liberty to talk about where the discussion is at in that group but like you know you can just see like okay like there is definitely there is definitely like the, the the commitment and the energy is there to like you know um kind of take this thing further and to refine it and to learn from it i feel like that's the part that is really beautiful right that mm-hmm. that i just um that and that's why like i'm so supportive of people who are questioning things because there's so much data that we are producing just last couple of days this another guy i forget his uh, discord handle he's created another uh, dune uh, dashboard on the dao server 
shadow legend has created a data and um metrics uh channel right um just to talk just to go really nutty with data and metrics and there's a bunch of people there who are just like like literally just like studying data and trying to make sense of it and i think that as that continues i mean i i don't know i'm like i i feel like we're going to just we're going to do a lot more um with this incentive structure um and uh, i think it's just really really lovely that it started um this last thing i want to say like about this oh, right yeah, yeah. Uh, just one, one last I think thing i got to go in a minute yeah. yeah just last thing i just want to say like like building a shared mental model is really hard because i mean the, the thing is the key to building a shared mental model is you have to start with a very simple construct uh, and this has been proven in chess and in the papers have been written about it how shared mental models win games i feel like the simplicity of ohm started creating this shared mental model and over time i feel like it's going to give its community a chance to build on that shared mental model and actually deliver on this insane promise you know of creating like the reserve currency for the internet so um yeah right on i kind of buy into that man and uh, <laughs> yeah thank you so much for uh, cool. for reaching out and having yeah. this chat with me yeah it'd be great if um we can make this got time i really like i i have time of course i do i i I, you can you've heard me i love talking this is this i i mean i'm i'm like itching to talk to people i mean like i'm I'm a dad i've got a pretty packed life i'm like arranging a freaking meetup because i want to have this conversation so about anytime money exactly (laughs) you let me know um whenever happy to like you know do it as a podcast happy to just do one-on-one like i am always down for a chat with omis about numbers metrics and where we're headed all right thanks so much asvin thank you thank you mark so good to talk to you Later. See ya. Later. Bye. Bye.